Hello Shyam, welcome to Zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer. We will be listening to your journey of how you heal the cancer and how you cope up with it in order to inspire other cancer patients and caregivers. So you can start sharing your journey with us. Thank you, Nimisha. I'm thanking for having me here. Uh, as I recall, uh, the year was 2009 and uh, I had just returned uh, from Mumbai after uh, ordering some machines and uh, this ordering of the machines was for a big project which was to come up after maybe a decade of financial turbulence and I was very happy and wanted to break the news to my son and my wife and when I reached home I found her like uh, with 104 degrees uh, temperature and uh, I inquired and we thought maybe it could be for semi and any uh, any reason and uh, the next day she was also complaining about uh, not passing stool and she could feel that there's some blockage or I mean the stool is not uh, I mean passing through and then uh, we took her to a gastro and uh, he recommended colonscopy but uh, while doing the colonscopy only he started raising doubts and he said, you must get this uh, tested, mm -hmm. the bi biopsy samples. Right. And we immediately took the biopsy samples to the uh, one of the labs here. And after mm -hmm. three days, probably the report came in. In those four or five days, she was continuously like suffering because she would not be able to pass much stool. And so she, we had to reduce her diet and she was becoming weak. and. I mean, we really didn't know what to do. The doctor also mm -hmm. had no solution to the problem. He was mm -hmm. trying his best, but the problems were multiplying. And <clears throat> uh, after maybe around five days or three days uh, after mm -hmm. the colonoscopy, we could get the uh, report. And I had gone to the hospital to pick the report. And uh, I asked the nurse, in fact, those three days I had done a lot of sort of research on Google as to what is yeah. cancer called and how it happens. Because the doctor had given me some idea that it may be cancer. You must be prepared for that. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> and uh, once I read the report, I could see because it mentioned malignancy. Oh. And uh, uh, that, that I could sense it was cancer. I, mm -hmm. I asked the uh, a lab technician, what does it mean? He said, you please go and ask your doctor. But I again told him that, is this cancer? He said, yes. And so th that was the time we really got to know about it. Mm -hmm. And then came the difficult question of what, how to uh, get it cured now. So we had two options. One was uh, we spoke to someone at Gangaram. We were referred to him. And he was a very good gastroenterologist but may mm -hmm. not be a very good cancer surgeon. Mm -hmm. So in fact, we wanted both because these are very tr tricky surgeries mm -hmm. because uh, right. the person has to be an expert as a cancer surgeon also, as well as a good gastroenterologist. Somehow this was the best we were uh, finding in uh, Delhi. Mm -hmm. And uh, we th then th there was an option. Yes, let come then there was an option that uh, uh, we could have uh, 
uh, taken her to Mumbai. Mm -hmm. Someone referred uh, about Tata Memorial. And, uh, but uh, the logistics were not working out and the disease was getting bad. And uh, because of the blockage, mm -hmm. we took the decision of getting her operated at uh, Gangaram only. And uh, the first uh, surgery was done pretty successfully. He said he's been able to uh, take out most of the things and he had taken out those lymph nodes also. And it was a very high stage of uh, two and low stage of three, somewhere there. I have almost forgotten okay. what were the words there. Mm -hmm. And uh, things started going on. We started going in for uh, chemo. Mm -hmm. the things were happening. But uh, in, in the meantime, uh, I mean, things were going normal. We thought like, yeah, the surgery has been done. Surgery has been fine. And uh, now if uh, with the onset of uh, chemotherapy, mm -hmm. things should uh, work out well. But uh, to a surprise, in January, after maybe three to four cycles of, uh, th this operation was done in June, to, uh, uh, July 2009. Okay. And in January next year, Mm -hmm. While doing a routine CT scan, the doctor mm -hmm. again, I found the doctor doing the scan three times and it reviewing happens. the reports. And uh, I was very surprised as to what is he trying to do? Like there's been mm -hmm. chemotherapy and things have gone well. Surgery is done. And then she said, uh, the cancer has resurfaced. And we were very oh. like shell shocked as to how this can happen when the chemotherapy is going on and uh, but it was there again we got her operated in delhi somehow this time the operation could not be performed successfully as the doctor said that there's some issue it has just spread so he could not take it out but he, he could just sew it mm -hmm. back inside and uh, then then we took the then we started consulting others and like what to do, how to go about it. Doctor mm -hmm. has failed in the operation, what to do. And they, some of them suggested uh, uh, radiotherapy. Yeah. Those, uh, ex uh, I mean, rays when the rays are passed. Mm -hmm. So we, we got her through one month of radiotherapy. Somehow the tumor subsided. The size of the tumor came very less because of the uh, radioactivity and we again thought and uh, within this time mm -hmm. like uh, the marriage of both my daughters got fixed in, so, in this one, time yeah so okay. uh, uh, both the daughters were to get married one after the other maybe in five months that was one of our biggest dreams so we had been thinking those ways like yeah I must get this done so next six months was like, we had almost forgotten about it after the uh, radiotherapy. Mm -hmm. We were getting CT scans done in two to three months, but uh, the cancer size was not growing. And we were, because we were very busy with both the marriages. I mean, uh, it, it was all going through. And uh, somehow in November, December, again, she started uh, 
sensing uneasiness like vomiting and and then uh, uh, once we got the CT scans and, and mm -hmm. all done, it was said like, no, no, it has really spread now. A part of our uh, intestine also will have to be taken out and we'll put in that uh, uh, colostomy bags and she'll have to pass a stool from there. And we said, okay, like as long as she remains mm -hmm. alive, we are good with everything. I mean, all these things are all manageable. Right. You just mm -hmm. have to change your uh, a bit of your attire. You cannot wear saris. So you start wearing salwar kurtas and whatever. Mm -hmm. So we went ahead with that also. We got that done. And then again, things were like going on and the chemotherapies were going on. And uh, in 2012, uh, April, because for uh, uh, 13, 14 months, the cancer had not resurfaced because we were getting CT scans done. Okay. And in 2011, in, basically. Yeah, 2011, mm -hmm. February, the operation was conducted, mm -hmm. wherein they put in this colostomy bag. And 2000, till 2012, it was not coming. It had not come back. And in, But in June 2012, mm -hmm. once they did, they again found the thing resurfaced. And they said, I mean, we are also baffled as that there is no colon. Mm -hmm. Still, she is having colon cancer. I mean, even without that colon, earlier the cancer was growing inside the colon. Exactly. And now they had removed the colon. Mm -hmm. But without the colon, also the cancer had come. And uh, she, she was very, I mean, we were all very heartbroken. And doctors said, like, now there's no point getting the operation done because what you're going to take out, I'm really surprised. Still, someone in Delhi said, no, no, he could do it. So we again went for a surgery. We again got the tumor out. But it was again short-lived, like one month after, two months after the tumor came back again and the doctor said, like, nothing doing. This time we're not going to do anything, go for palliative care. Then somehow uh, the topic of my son's marriage came up and she really wanted to see it. So we persuaded our son to get married early. Okay. It, she also got very busy. She was very excited about the marriage. Mm -hmm. And uh, somehow we could uh, go through with it. But uh, right uh, as soon as uh, after the marriage, Mm -hmm. And once the children were going out for their honeymoon, her uh, uh, the tumor burst just from a stomach it burst, and uh, th th that was the time she took up the bed. She couldn't get up, and was there for like I mean we had to take care of uh, all her stuff. We kept nurses and all male uh, female nurses. Mm -hmm. to, to take care of her everything <clears throat> but she was on bed only she couldn't move after that and she passed away after that but peacefully i would say so that that has been a journey anything else related to this if you would like to know i can yes. uh, okay. yeah. so like the early sign was only fever was she having any other problem related to this, you know, initially? Uh, not so. 
colon in fact i was the one to be having colitis and uh, she had no sign whatsoever the only problem being was her mother mm-hmm. her mama and her mm-hmm. nana all three of them had colon cancer so it the doctors told up uh, it, it could be genetic so uh, but there was no sign that was the first time mm-hmm. we came to know about it we thought she, she might not have eaten well not initially it was like constipation then mm-hmm. but doctor said colonoscopy he did endoscopy also just to check if there is anything else bad up there but there was no sign as such now we that was the first time we were confronted with this so like how was this news disclosed to the family like how did you tell everyone uh, what, what had happened was uh, i was the one who had uh, got the report but even without the report we could more or less uh, with the colonoscopy doctor only we could get an idea that she's got cancer we did not tell her mm. uh, the patient but yes my children were pretty grown up by then and uh, yeah, we we just sat and we had a meeting and i told my children they all started crying i said crying will not help what you must do is give her the best care giving i mean do whatever best financially there is no issue as such mm-hmm. so we'll manage everything the only thing which will be required is maybe some care giving you'll also have to give both my daughters had jobs okay. so but they said okay we'll will uh, f- figure out how to do things but uh, it it was taken in good spirit and then my larger family also was informed but because everything had to be done at our end only all mm-hmm. the decisions and all the other things so we were the ones who were really uh, uh worried about it and the news was taken not very well but yes because of grown up people they accepted it well so uh, did you thought about going for any other treatment like maybe some jadi booty or ayurveda or homeopathy probably ah uh, because the con- uh, treatment had continued for 4 years Mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. were getting many suggestions there someone suggested a baba someone suggested a in fact i had gone to meet a person who claimed to cure cancer in 3 months time mm-hmm. and i told him okay we can take your medicines along with the chemotherapy mm-hmm. but you give us medicine for one month he said no no you'll have to take medicine for one year i said but you give it to us every month so he said no uh, at the initial stage only you will have to take it for one year so we could guess that that person was just trying to fool us so we were getting people who were claiming they had supernatural powers who had some other medicine to cure but we were not finding anything concrete like uh, we had to explore all possibilities but nothing concrete was coming up so we did not try anything else just went for this so yeah then 
what were the major side effects for the from the treatment? Ah uh, yes, luckily she did not lose much hair. She had okay. seen few people bald, and mm -hmm. she said like, how how am I going to live with baldness? And we told her, don't worry. I mean that, that should be the least of your concerns. There were not much side effects. Only during the chemo days, things used to be bad. In this sense, like first day, she used to be pretty active because of the high dose of uh, glucose, mm -hmm. and second day she used to be very down, sleeping the whole day. But uh, she she was a very strong lady, and I did not. Uh, I mean, I made it a point to be with her for all the four years. I did not miss even a single visit to the doctor or to the chemo or to the radiologist. In fact. Uh, my daughters had got married mm -hmm. and uh, there, there was this project for which we had offered uh, we, we were to order the machines and the project was to be set up in bihar not in delhi so i asked my son to join there rather than me joining there so i stayed back and my i dedicated my uh, i mean entire thing for four years for uh, caregiving and uh, i used to only travel only mm. in between her chemo cycles or if there is no doctor visit if there is a doctor visit i will not travel so i don't remember skipping one single chemo or a radiotherapy session or a, a visit to the doctor i thought like let, let me uh, we, we we already had been married for 26 years before she contracted and uh, those 26 years had all been like more as a sort of a duty or a, as a responsibility because mm -hmm. we had children and we had certain rough phases in our business financial world also yeah. so uh, i had to take care of a lot of things and uh, we we were managing somehow even with mm -hmm. the difficult times we were managing but uh, we were never very financially comfortable so that we could uh, think of like uh, splashing or something but uh, during her chemo like she used to get very surprised that you were always saying you don't have enough money but how do you get so much of money to put in here and we had to tell her so many things and we never made her feel that she was a burden on us either financially um, time wise or we, we just did everything in a spirit where she felt wanted she loved, felt loved in fact i realized after she passed away that i must have loved her more in those four years than in the past uh, 26 years so that way i don't think she had uh, any regrets i really don't know we could never have a heart to heart conversation about mm. her death this was one of the thing i regretted i should have had Heart to heart conversation about her death. She knew it; it was coming. She only told me once, like what she wanted to do with her stuff at home. She wanted the stuff to be disposed of. To and I told her, "Do you tell me? But don't worry, you're not going anywhere." Knowing fully well that she may pass away in a month's time or two months' time, yeah. somehow we could never develop the courage to openly discuss her death. but could uh, be uh, due to any reason probably i was very scared she may both of us will cry so much 
so we we, we just avoided discussing death although we were together all the time even the maid used to sleep in our room only i used to sleep in the same room and yeah uh, that that question okay, was getting emotional <laughs> there <Yeah. only>. uh-huh. <clears throat> So, uh, what was her age? My uh, no, no, that time, her her age. Uh, uh, she she when she got cancer, she was what uh, 50, 50 years old. And like, what was your support system? Like, you how did you handle your profession, then family? What was your I, uh, like business wise? i had sent my sent uh, son to the new factory the old stuff i was handling mm-hmm. and then the marriages of two of the daughters came so that became a priority yeah. our weddings are a bit fat so a lot of things had to be arranged mm-hmm. but yeah it, it was all done in somehow got uh, took care of everything so Mm-hmm. it it just went on i didn't realize from where the money was coming from my daughter's health they both of them had taken insurance policies okay. uh, in my mother's name mm-hmm. uh, in de- sorry in their mother's name okay so mm-hmm. th- that helped a lot also and then i sought some financial help from my brother mm-hmm. like uh, there was this injection which was given in the end just missing out the name one injection used to cost us 1 lakh 50000 at that time and uh, it it was to be given so i thought it's going to be tough for me so i spoke to my brother can you help me he said okay so he said i'll i'll uh, the uh, injections i'll sponsor so every month he used to send me injections like he used to get it billed in his company's name and the payment would okay. come from there So that, so that the way, injections were used every month. I uh, Avastin, Avastin was the injection. Okay. Avastin. Mm-hmm. It is used in three months, I guess. No. No, no. At that time, it was one month. And the okay. first uh, two or three, we got it for one lakh fifty thousand. Hmm. Then the price came down to one lakh ten thousand. And like one to one free, we used to get one. and the second was done in 21 days i guess but that you to another 21 days we had to pay and get something like that i almost forgotten now it's okay uh, 8 8 9 years now but uh, i did get support of my brother and my family for this mm-hmm. daughters were very supportive and luckily both of them were married in delhi only so they used to visit us very often and son was there to take care and i was pretty grown up so like there was no nothing uh, emotionally i could handle financially by god's grace we could handle so yes <laughs> it was overall a just a journey so like what all lifestyle changes you made during or after her treatment ha <laughs> not much like i'm still the same i've mm-hmm. started meditating a bit i've become more generous i've become okay. more compassionate once you see someone passing near you passing away near you you get, mm-hmm. tend to get more compassionate 
compassionate to yourself, compassionate to life, you tend to get more loving. Those are the things which have happened. And beyond that also, like, we still, uh, I mean, it's been eight years now. In fact, uh, on this June 10th, will be exactly eight years. So we just every year, we go to a temple or an orphanage or somewhere we just distribute sweets and food and we just celebrate her passing away. That's all we can do. Children are happy, very well settled. I'm also on my yeah. journey as a good uh, good meditator. We go for I go for long meditation stuff and slightly taken a back seat in the business also. So I mean, not much lifestyle changes, but my attitude mm -hmm. towards life definitely has changed. I become much more compassionate and mm -hmm. maybe much more loving. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I really don't know. What is the most cherished memory you have with her? <laughs> and uh, this one I recall so well. Like she, in the end, what had happened was she was having ex extreme pain, like unbearable pain. And so I'd gone to the phone up the doctor. He said, some medicine with P. I don't know, I forgot the name. Mm -hmm. We got both uh, injection as well as uh, to take it orally. Mm -hmm. And I had got that one and she was having tremendous pain and she was screaming in the pain. Mm -hmm. And uh, on that, uh, on those days, like she was not being able to take anything inside because cancer had spread everywhere. So we were just giving her drips. So I wanted to her to take that uh, medicine orally, mm -hmm. which will uh, prevent, uh, which will stop the pain. And uh, somehow, uh, that medicine was not going inside with the water. So we put that uh, uh, injection inside the drip. Mm -hmm. okay. Still she was screaming. So I thought uh, uh, that will take a longer time to uh, get into her system. So let's give her orally also. So in the end, what happened was we gave her both the things, orally also as well as the injection also. Mm -hmm. And she slept after that. And we thought like because of that uh, painkiller, she slept. Mm -hmm. But in the morning, she didn't get up. And we got worried. I mm -hmm. called the doctor. Yeah. He also said, because you've given her double dose, probably mm -hmm. she'd sleep for 24 hours. I said, okay, we waited for 24 hours. Still, she didn't get up. Then we again called the doctor. And uh, mm -hmm. she was not getting up. And doctor said, there's one thing I can do is you can shift her to hospital. But I said, what, what will it help? Like, mm -hmm. we shipped her to hospital. Over here, she's at home. So he said, we'll give her extra 24 hours or 48 hours or 60 hours. But I said, 24, 48, 60 will really not help. Because taking mm -hmm. her away will be a big challenge also. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, then she, he said, Ki, otherwise she may pass away. Uh, like this only. He said, okay. And she's uh, by that time we realized she'd gone into coma. She it was not she was not sleeping. She'd gone into coma. She was not reacting to anything. So we just started her breath started getting normal. Like first okay. it was very fast. Then it became very labored. And 
we were trying to <coughs> ease everything for her, but somehow it was not working. And uh, we thought she would pass away like this one day. And just before passing away, she got up. Like uh, her, her old body shuddered. Mm-hmm. And then I was outside the room, like uh, the children and our relatives had started coming in. And, uh, they were there and I, I was called. I took her on my lap and she opened her eyes. She couldn't talk, but she saw us everywhere. And then she uh, did a beautiful smile and then she closed her eyes. And then like doctor said, it is over now. So, I mean, even just before dying also, she just I mean, told us bye. And so th- that was one of the moments it still uh, has stayed in with me. That yeah, came or she took the energy to come back and just tell us bye and then go away. So that, that has something which is still back. Like, what do you think about the stigmas which are, you know, attached to cancer and the importance of awareness? Yes. Earlier also, I had been associated with uh, Indian Cancer Society, <laughs> Bihar branch. Okay. And we were doing a lot of work there that uh, we were having those free checkups mm-hmm. every uh, twice a week where mm-hmm. we had four kinds of doctors. And uh, 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 we, uh, I mean, it, we had that uh, card displayed where mm-hmm. we were displaying the symptoms. That was way back in 89 in Patna when I was there. So we were displaying this symptom and we had those doctors checkups. So one of them was x-ray, there was a gynecologist used to uh, check the gyne parts. Then there was a a surgeon used to see. Then there was a physician. There were 10 signs we had displayed that if this is happening, irregular ball movements or whooping cough or something. And we were inviting people who were not suspecting also they have cancer to come in, get tested. We did get around two, three cases where people Mm -hmm. were not suspecting. We could find that they had cancer and we were referring them to, we were affiliated to Tata Memorial at that time. This Bihar branch is like spread all over the country. So uh, that was the thing we were doing that time also. But then after shifting to Delhi, I had lost track of that. It closed down also. Mm -hmm. And uh, it had always been our endeavor to work for it, try and do something about it. I go for this can support Mm -hmm. as a thing over here in Delhi. They have their works. I have told them in case I can be of any help, I can. Then I, my dimple, maybe around two and a half years back, she was uh, on one of the service space. She, she was a part of service space and I was visiting there and I met her. Then she also said, if I could be any help there, I said, yes, I could be any, anything I can do, maybe monetarily, maybe volunteering. Mm-hmm. And little bit, little bit here, little bit there. Not really seriously involved only in this, but then uh, we did... Uh, I, I did attend some healing circles. In fact, uh, last uh, month or so, mm-hmm. I and Dimple both have attended this Asia 
healing circles where we are planning to host healing circles in Asia because of the normally these healing circles which are being held are to facilitate mm -hmm. the uh, uh, Americans. So for India, the timing is very odd. Yeah. To get yeah. those people, so we we have uh, they have now come up with the idea to hold special circles in Asia as as uh, as suitable to the Asian timings. So probably that, that could also start getting to happen. I mean, India's awareness is very much there. Mm -hmm. Problem is how it happens. Nobody knows why it happens. Nobody knows. So it is more, I guess, uh, once it happens, how much of treatment? Because I know people they don't even get treated. The family just uh, discards them. The family feels he's going to die. So why not? Why, why to spend some money or why to? Do anything about it. So I mean, we would uh, love to support. And uh, if there is anything concrete, I would definitely like to do. We in Delhi also mm -hmm. last since last one year we have been doing this medicine thing, distributing medicines to the needy. And in between, we do get cancer patients also who require medicine. So mm -hmm. that that is being. Yeah, that, that is getting provided. In fact, uh, three, four, uh, no, no, maybe around uh, two years back, I had just read a, a request for blood donation for a, a six-year-old cancer boy, oh. and I had gone for blood donation, and uh, the doctors did not take my blood. They said, "No, no, your uh, blood pressure is high, so we'll not take." Oh. And I really pleaded, take it, take it. He said, no. I said, I'll take one more, tell mine, come. So that mm -hmm. the blood pressure is low, but they didn't take. And uh, I told that fellow, I met that young boy. I gave his mm -hmm. father some money for treatment and all. And then his father calls me up, Ki, uncle, can you give platelets? Okay. Uh, o, o positive, his son was also O positive, I'm also mm -hmm. O positive. So I said, okay. So I went and we gave platelets. In fact, mm -hmm. in three months, I gave platelets four times. Oh. And uh, it was very good experience. Like I used to, the nurse used to ask me, how is he related to you? I said, no, no, there's no relation, but they, they won't believe me. They felt that there is some relation. Otherwise, why will a person come four times? It was okay. Somehow that child also passed away. After four months, like October 2019, he passed away. He had uh, blood cancer, and uh, in fact, he was raising money for uh, uh, this uh, bone, uh, bone marrow transplant. So I couldn't help him much, but I did get him connected to there's one Vivek Jain who helps people here. So he had arranged this bone marrow transplant through government. Then they wanted some money to mm -hmm. be there on the side. We said, we'll all pull in, get in mm -hmm. money. Go ahead with the operation. But before the operation could be conducted, he passed away. So these are the small, small things I still feel we can do. Uh, I would love to do. It's always been my endeavor to, I mean, do whatever I can. I mean, I really try. 
but some sometimes it is beyond us so it's nothing can be done about it but i have seen largely cancers are curable also if the uh, thing gets uh, taken out in time but some of the cancers are not even curable you just have to accept life the way it is so is there any parting message you would like to give other cancer patients and caregivers one thing i would uh, really suggest is to the caregivers i have a suggestion that please love the person more much more because apart from the uh, caregiving it is the love which will help him heal and i have a message for the cancer patients also that uh, though there may be pain mm -hmm. but uh, let the love for the caregiver not get reduced sometimes the person gets irritated and the irritation is because of the pain which person is suffering but even in the pain if we can let love be the uh, primary thing between caregiver and the patients and the family members i think that should be that could be a healing for both because caregivers also really get stressed the patient as it is get stressed thank you thank you so much for your time it thank was you. a it was very inspiring talking to you it was a very good talk thank you and uh, it was such a good thing to get reminded about my wife uh, whose 8th anniversary is coming up uh, very shortly <laughs> this is a photo in my bedroom <laughs> oh. <laughs> this was the photo when we got married <laughs> okay okay she's beautiful <laughs> she yeah. is <laughs> yeah she still is <laughs> <laughs> yeah she is beautiful <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's been pleasure. Thank you.